This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Tisha B'Av Tavshin Pe Gimel, 1,955 years ago, we suffered the irreplaceable loss of the Churban, Bet HaMikdash. And every year since then, we have been mourning the loss and seeing how the loss affects us every year deeper and deeper and deeper. This year we are going to be reciting the keynote together. I'm going to uh, Speak for a few minutes now. We'll start the keynote, Arvit, Echa, keynote, and then we're going to listen to Rabbi Ben Shushan, and he's going to address us as well. I want to recognize that this year is a little bit different. I think it's going to be more meaningful to many of us, not only over here, but all across North America and Israel, whoever is English speaking, and the keynote were not understood by those who weren't proficient in Hebrew. Although they're easier than the Ashkenazi Kinot that are written in a much more cryptic form, but the, but the, the, the meaning of these Kinot are so deep that anybody who doesn't understand fully what's going on is kind of left in the dark. So a few years ago, our good friend Aaron Abikasis was sitting here and he said, I want to do something about it. I just don't want to be a bystander over here. I want, I want to try to help Klal Yisrael in a way. And he helped initiate, together with Shmuel Oziel, the first ever Sephardic translation of Kinot in English that we know of, that is definitely according to our Minhag. And uh, it's a beautiful Mahzor that came out. Uh, Kinot, I'm sorry called Rachel Mivaka, named after Aaron's uh, sister, Alia Shalom, Rachel, and a, um, Alia Shalom. And I, I send out the exact pages of the keynote that we are going to uh, recite. That way we know... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that way we know exactly which keynote to recite and and when. So if you look, if you didn't get that, that text, ask somebody who did and they'll send it out. It has the exact page numbers because in order to say the whole sefer would take us all night and all day. And that's what they used to do in Morocco. But the generations are weaker. So I'm not saying that our minhag is only to read these keynote. I'm just saying that we are weak and that we are not as strong as they used to be, so we're a little bit reformed, and there's nothing to do about that. I wanted to, I wanted to start off with the following, Rabotai. Two week, everybody knows that although I live in Los Angeles, my heart is in Fez, and I think a lot about the Chachme Fez. And my dear friend Nadav came to me a few weeks ago, and gifted me this unbelievable sefer called Et Lechol Chefetz. 
And I almost cried. I told him, it's like you give somebody else over here a Lamborghini. You gave me this, uh, which obviously you can't compare. This is so much better. It is a sefer that is that is a uh, hundred and uh, ten years old, a little bit more, that was printed in the city of Fez. And it has the poems and the keynote of one of the greatest uh, Moroccan rabbis, Rabbi Akovi Ben Sur, the Ya'avetas Faradi, who is, was actually one of the Rabbanim on the Beddin that the Orachai Makadosh came to get us Kama from. And this is his poems, and it has a lot of bakashot and kinot on Tisha B'Av, about Tisha B'Av. And I opened up the Sefer, and it's actually, it was owned, it's owned by, it has the stamp of owned by somebody, Bishlomoi Ben Sur. And I discovered an unbelievable story that I think is pertinent very much to Tisha B'Av. And it's an unknown story. And it gives us a reflection once again about how many tsarot the Jews have had. Everyone obviously knows Lo Aleinu, the great Khurban that we suffered with the Holocaust. And all of the tremendous pogroms in Europe. And the Spanish Inquisition. But in between all of those, we've always been persecuted, no matter where we've been. And although Morocco has been very good, there's also been pogroms there. But there's also been many natural disasters. 9-11, that we remember. And there are so many little ones that are not even recorded in history. In the Hagdama, in the introduction of this Sefer, just like many Sfarim, the, the, the authors take a, an opportunity to write the tragedies that happened and what they did because of these tragedies. And the Rav who printed the Sefer, his name was Rabbi Rafael Aaron Bar Shimon. An amazing, uh, amazing person, amazing Jew. He lived in Saleh. His father was the famous Rabbi David Ben Shimon, the Tzuf Dvash, who moved to Yerushalayim and became one of the great Yerushalayim Rabbanim, the founder of the Moroccan community in Yerushalayim in the 1800s. And his, he took his son, who was seven years old at the time, Rabbi Rafael Ben Shimon. They went to Yerushalayim and settled there. And as always, wherever you have a lot of Jews, different communities, there was politics because Morocco was a place where a lot of fundraisers from Jerusalem went to collect money for the Yerushalayim Yishuv. There was, there, was, there was Jews living and they need to be supported and Morocco had wealthy people. So they would send the Shadars, they would send the Shluchid Rabbanan all over the world and Morocco as well and they would be very treated with tremendous amount of honor there. They were called Shluchid Rabbanan. Wherever they went, they were treated tremendous kavod. I mean from the time of the Chida already. And here, when the Moroccan community came, they were kind of sidelined. All the funds wouldn't go to them. Not, almost none of the funds went to them. And they said, it's not fair. They want to send their own shlucha de Rabbanan. And it, 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 it was a fight that even the government had to get involved. To make a long story short, the Rafael ben Shimon was one of the shiluchim that, that went to Morocco to collect. So he went back to his home country. And the year was 1890. And he was in this, this house of Rabbi Shlomoy Ben Sur, who's actually the, the owner of this sefer that I'm holding. And Rabbi Rafael Ben Shimon brings together, they go together to, uh, to, 
Sofro, Sofro, the city of Sofro, which was not far away from, uh, from Fez. Now listen to this. I wanted to mention previous, this, right after this episode, a little bit after this episode, Rafael ben Shimon became the chief rabbi of Cairo until 1921, wrote many famous Sfarim, Nahar Mitzrayim of uh, customs of Egypt and whatever, and many other Sfarim. But at this time, he was in Morocco collecting for the Jerusalem community. He also started a publishing house called Doviv Sifti that this book was published in. This book that I'm holding. And what happened was the following. It was Shabbat day. And they went to visit the Rabbi Rafael Moshe El-Baz. was a tremendous chacham. He gave askama to the Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzir. Only wanted askama from him in his lifetime. Tremendous chacham in Sofro. And this Rabbi Rafael Baz Shimon saw that it started raining. So he said, okay. So it started raining. I'm not going to stay home. I want to go to Beth Knesset. So they said, Rabbi, you can't. You're an important rabbi. That's how they treated visitors from Yerushalayim at the time. They didn't just didn't have not time for them. They treated them with kavod and they brought them in. And he says, Rabbi, uh, you, you can't go out. It started raining and raining. He said, I had to go. They went to Tefillah. And after Arvit, he spoke with the rabbi, Rabbi Rafael ben Shimon. Uh, I'm sorry, Rabbi Rafael Moshe El-Baz. And it continued on raining. And raining and raining. Up to a point that they started hearing tremendous screaming from the city. Because the river that went from north to south and then circled east to go to the ocean, back to the, back to the ocean in, in Morocco... It kind of circled like a snake, Sofro, and it started overflowing. To a point that he writes it overflowed eight French meters high. And you started hearing yelling and screaming. And that night, 49 Jews and another 30-something non-Jews perished. And he also would have gone, he writes, if he didn't stay. But his heart was telling him, I had to go, I had to go, I had to go to Betkreset. He didn't know why he was so insistent. It made no sense. But he knew he had to go. And writes, Rav Barshimon in this, and nobody would have known if it wasn't in this askama of this tremendous tragedy. That when he, went, when he went out to see what was going on, all of the people and, and the, the people of Fez came to try to help as much as, as much as they can. But unfortunately, there was a terrible cry from the city. Heavy rain, heavy clouds, darkness got doubled. Nowhere in the street could one see his fellow Jew. From one moment to the other, the sound of crying grew stronger and stronger, so the city seemed like a nightmare. No one could offer an explanation to the city. The world may love Medinav, Sofro was defeated by water. You could imagine there was, there was a tremendous amount of mud and there was a factory of olive oil of the Jews that also started flowing in the street together with the mud. It was devastating. There was a short bridge that fell. Reports of this reached to Fez already and the, the Jews of Fez already right away galvanized and like Jews always do, they, they came together and, and, and helped with the situation as much as they came and came together. Many perished that night Mostly young people. Think about it. 
Nobody ever knew about this. Very, very, very... I, didn't, I definitely didn't know until I read this Agdama. I asked a few people if they ever heard about it. None said they ever heard about this horrible episode that happened in the city of Sopro, 1890. And the reason why I'm mentioning it out of so many other terrible tragedies that we had is because this sefer came to my hands at randomly Nadav gave to me and he said he also read the Hagdama and he was shocked and I read this introduction and there he goes through the whole uh, the whole chain of events and he writes therefore we are printing this sefer because as Jews when there's tragedy we act upon tragedy we don't let it sink us down we act and we become stronger and that's what happened on that night Every single tragedy that we had, if we realize it came from the Khurban Beta Mikdash. Whether it's the Holocaust or 9-11, whether it's the Spanish Inquisition or all the Crusades. It is always the result because we are we lost the Beta Mikdash. So let us tonight, when we say Kinot, think about all of the Tsarot. We are so busy during the day, during the week. The Yitzhara makes us think about so many things and so many things in business have to be taken care of and the phone keeps on going off. And we don't have time to reflect and think about what's important and what we're missing and what it's all coming from. And once a year we have time to really disconnect from everything as much as we can and think about the Khurban Beta Mikdash. If we take that opportunity, we internalize it and it's meaningful to us. So there's no doubt that Hashem is going to hear our tears. And when we are going to cry, Hashem is going to listen to our cry. And it's not going to be very hard to cry. The, the keynote tonight, just to briefly say that, that if you take a look at the sheet that we send out, there's going to be different themes. Shana bishana hege biyona. Every single year over, we're waiting for the delivery of the bet, that the Bet HaMikdash comes back to us. And every single year, we will cry out like a dove asking for the Mashiach to come back. Et take the enemies away. Ad an until when are our people who are likened to a to a deer are going to be shoved away? those who fell, do they have a chance to rise? The hechal Hashem. Is gone. Benel Zeyivkayun on this night we will cry. Every single year we are going to say a kina. Remember Hashem Yehudav Ephraim. Holy nation, remember what the difference is between Tisha B'Av and Pesach. We're going to go through the different questions. Why on Pesach are we all joyous and tonight we're all, we're all sitting on the floor eating bitter, and not even eating but thinking of bitter herbs and having bitter tears. And with that we are going to finish the night with Arvit and Kinot. That is the Seder. Yehirat Son. Once again, uh, focus on the Kinot tonight. Put everything aside. Think about what we're missing Think about all the generations of the crying and the tears and that we still haven't been delivered. And Be'ezrat Hashem, with our tears, tonight already we will hear the call of the Mashiach. Amen. Ken Yiratzon. 
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.